Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the World of Ink Network, founded in 2011 by Virginia Grenier and Marsha Cook. Their vision was to start a radio show that helped writers reach their dreams. The World of Ink has a wonderful group of hosts who are dedicated to delivering shows to entertain and inspire listeners. The World of Ink Network shares resources that introduce tips, products, and services to help strengthen, support, and challenge those who love writing and the written word. Their hope is to bring not only authors, illustrators, and publishers together, but screenwriters, directors, and producers. New to the network will be a variety of special shows, bringing not only entertaining shows, but informative discussions on timely subjects. To learn more about us, go to www.worldofinknetwork.com or visit us on our Facebook and Twitter pages. Thank you for your support and enjoy the show. Afternoon, everybody. Hi, it's Marsha Cook, and we have a great show today, Stay-at-Home Dads, and our guest will be Mikey Brooks, who I've mentioned many times, who's an author, illustrator, and a father of five, who stays home, and we are going to hear how he organizes his day and how he can help us, and I think it'll help everybody as as we all try to do so many things during the day. Um, before we do that, I'm going to say Friday I have an extra show that I added with Michelle Prince, and um, it's going to be a really good show. Um, it's going to be about there's another book that she has out, and it's called A Loving Mix. And the other guest that I didn't I didn't write my post out yet because I wasn't sure because she had an accident and hurt herself, but now she's doing okay and she still wants to come on. So we're going to do a show at the same time as this, three central. For Eastern, and um, I think, you know, today's show, I think we're going to let Mikey, we're going to just talk about, he wrote a post, and I put that out uh, on the blog for a Michigan Avenue blog post, uh, blog spot, and we would, you know, I think, Mikey, do you have a blog, or, you might, hi, I'll just let you come on, and you can answer all these questions, <laughs> we'll just talk about it, okay, Mikey, how you doing? I'm doing great, Marcia. <laughs> I'm so glad you're coming on. This is going to be very interesting. I, I'm thinking, like, while we're doing the show, what are you doing? You have all these five kids. There. You've got a lot going on. So, you know, um, while we're doing this, they're somewhere out there, I'm sure. But um, you, before you did this, you did a lot of other things. So just explain a little bit how you got to be this stay-at-home dad because you always didn't do this. Yeah, so... For 13 years, I managed a bakery, and it was always my dream to become a writer. I went to school for writing. Um, I also did illustrating on the side. Um, then I, I have Crohn's disease, and Crohn's disease gave me uh, arthritis. It got to the point I couldn't work at the bakery anymore, it, going in and out of the freezer and standing for 10 hours a day. I just couldn't do it. So I started working from home and focusing more on my writing side. And uh, my wife was still at home then because we were doing okay that she could do that, and I was freelance illustrating. And then last year she got a phone call from the school, a local elementary school, asking her to be interested in teaching um, special ed at the school. And my wife loves teaching, and she she was – had been staying at home for about eight years from our oldest on. So it was kind of a change for her to go back into the workforce. And then I kind of had to take over. Although I still had my illustrating and writing, I had to kind of figure out how to incorporate that so that I could still continue doing that, even though she wasn't there um, at home anymore to help me out with the kids. So that is what I do now. I get up super early, and I do my hour of writing a day, and then I focus on my clients, and once the kids wake up, then it's daddy duty. 
Right. If you've seen some of my work, right, and you did the new Michigan Avenue Media logo, which is great, and you do kind of fit everything in because you've done a picture of my little Angus dog. You did a picture of Gracie the dog. So you've done illustrations for me and, you know, um, in, in some of my books, you know, which your illustrations are unbelievably great. And you're very reasonable, which is important because you get the job done. You don't fool around with a hundred different layouts. It just always usually comes pretty good the first time. So, and I think it's great. And you know, I mean, you know, because that's hard to do to please people. And you know, you seem to get it. You know, when someone explains to you what they want, or you know, you look into what they've done, and you figure, you seem to figure it out really good. So that's a good thing. I mean, you know, and I'm glad you're still staying. You know, with that, because that would be a shame, because you really are a really good illustrator, and you have really good books. And, I mean, you know, but this is, today, you know, when we were talking, we thought, you know, we'd have a show like this, because I think what's happening to a lot of people is we're all taking on so much that we just, all of a sudden, one day we just go, like, what are we doing? And, you know, so what you wrote in the blog, tell us what you're doing and how you can... manage your day so you get everything done and you know and you seem to be in good spirits and that's really important because you know you got the kids home so you don't want to be upset all day long so you've managed and it's summertime and you don't like before we do anything the ages of the children matter because they're young so tell everybody the ages of your children because they're young so i i have Four girls and a boy, and they age um, pretty much two years apart from ages eight down to two months. So not easy. we got a house school. <laughs> yeah, not easy. <laughs> and, and it no, wasn't just not. like my wife going back to work. Um, it was like a month or two after she, like, I think it was about three months after she started work that she found out she was pregnant and and, uh, oh, that was, like, another <laughs> like, little droplet of stress because I always knew that I was going to have not only, like, the two, you know, a four- and a two-year-old at home, I was going to have an infant at home, too, because yeah. she didn't, she was planning on continuing to work. And, um, and but it's worked out fine. Um, yeah, I know how, I know how to warm up breast milk, and <laughs> I'm good to go. So, it, but, so you know, all right, so let's just take let's just take like your your beginning part of the day because this is the hardest for everybody. So, oh, yeah. all right, do they all get up at the same time, or what? You know, do you have breakfast at the same time? What do you do? So, I get up every day at four thirty, right. um, which I'm kind of used to because I had to get up super early when I ran the bakery. Bakery, right, so, right, right. That's true. Uh, so I'm kind. I'm kind of uh, am used to getting up early. So I get up, and I get about an hour of writing in. So between five and six, I'm writing because I don't know why, but it takes me like a half an hour to get out of the shower. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, what I'm can you do? Six, right? <laughs> I'm like sleeping in there. Um, from five to six, I'm writing, and then from about six to seven. Um, I'm trying to get as much client work done, and that's yeah. about 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 quarter to seven is about time the kids start waking up, and they're pretty good. They come in here and they they'll they'll sit in um, the office as I'm working. It's funny because the other day I posted a picture on Facebook um, because I I I don't know what's going on behind me. I know they're just sort of sitting there on their iPads or watching things, but. <laughs> They had lined up all my because my my office is my two year old son's room, so we kind of share a room. And uh, they had lined up all his stuffed animals and all his dinosaurs, and they were <laughs> taking pictures and like posing themselves behind me. And and I had just happened to find the picture that because they had taken my phone and were taking pictures on my phone, and I just happened to find. But so that's what they do as I'm working is they do all sorts of stuff. And then they start complaining about seven thirty, um, that they're hungry. Um and then we get dressed, they go off to 
to work. Uh, Brooke takes them with them, with uh, the two older girls with her to school. Um, and then um, I've got the two littles. And if everything is done, like if I have housework done and my other chores that I have to do, then I come back and I'll, I'll try to work on uh, some more client work if they allow me to, but sometimes it doesn't happen. Now the little sometimes ones nap though, right? In between, yeah. right? They nap? Yeah, it's, Right. Hopefully. <clears throat> Hopefully they nap. Hopefully. Um, so, but that's, that's my morning, and it seems that it, it, I, I think every day goes that way. Even Saturdays, um, I still get up at the same time on Saturdays. Sunday's the only day that I, I don't set the alarm, and sometimes I sleep in. I try to let Brooke take it. Brooke is my wife. I try to let her yes. uh, uh, take breaks on weekends, too, because she's still up at night with the baby, she lets me yeah. sleep throughout the night. So oh, that's I good. Just take care of them during the day. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I think at this time of, of year when we like do, when we do Mother's Day and Father's, I think of my mom, my mom was a single mom and she had to take on the role of dad too. And yeah. oh my goodness, single moms and single dads, single parents, are like the heroes of the world because yeah yeah because they get no relief during, right that's it yeah, yeah. no relief and I I can't imagine how my life would be if I didn't have Brooke helping to pick up my slack um, yeah because it it's so hard to do it by yourself and kudos to those that do and yeah. I turned out yeah. okay um, well how many kids does your mom have how many how many brothers and sisters did she had she had four kids. So right. two, uh, three boys and a girl. So, well, yeah, and, and well, yeah, us boys yeah. were a handful. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was a, I was a, I was a monster as a child. You were? Uh oh. Uh, did she ever say, "Well, wait till you have children"? <laughs> oh yeah, and I've got a couple of monsters. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, because I think that you know, I mean, you know. It really, you know, when people have one, I worked for a pediatrician for years, and um, I have one child, but I used to see the people come in, you know, they had one child, okay, two child, two children, they were a little more, you know, uptight, three children, pretty uptight, four children, very uptight, and so, you know, um, I would look at them, and, you know, and a lot of them, it was very hard, and so, but people make the decision to have a lot of kids, but some people actually for their own good should not and don't have children just because someone tells them to, you know, because yeah. there's just, there's a lot involved that goes through every day with a child. You know, I mean, you have five of them there, but you know, and you're very fatherly and you have a wife that's with you, but if you're not, you know, don't, I always tell people don't have children for someone else because you're there. So you have to be the one that can handle all of this because it's not it's not easy because then one gets sick you have to go to the doctor you know and right. I mean there are things you have to do so if it's not coming from the right place you'll find yourself so distressed you can't do anything else. Well, I think that I think it's just like anything else you have yeah. to want to do something and before you do it otherwise you'll regret it later. Right, right, and right. You and you want to raise them good, too. I mean, you want them to be happy. Right. You know, not that we can walk around being happy every minute, but you really, it's important for children to have a happy surrounding. So if you're miserable, it really doesn't work out. So, I mean, you've learned now how not to be perfect. So tell us how that all began, because I read your blog, and the blog is very interesting because, you know, you set a pace for yourself. Which is very oh, yeah. smart. So, so the first three weeks um, that Brooke went back to work, I I was like determined. I can say I was hell bent. I was like yeah. determined <laughs> to, to prove to her. I don't know if I was proving it to her or myself or to anybody. Right. But I wanted yeah. to prove that I could handle it. That I would be like. I could do everything, and I was going to do it perfect. I'm kind of OCD as it is. I like the house to be clean, yeah. and um, but I wanted it to. I wanted Brooke to come home, and it looked like we had maids come in, you know. And, <laughs> I, and the, so 
the, I was working my tail off. I would, I would, and of course, I'd be like totally sweaty and all that. And then like about 20 minutes before she got home, I'd go, you'll make myself look like I hadn't been working all flipping day trying to, <laughs> to get the house. Uh, oh, this was easy. <laughs> Sitting and, there having a glass and, of wine. Yes, everything is fine. She's like, oh, the house, you know, the house looks nice. And I'd be like, yeah. And and I wanted her to like, you know, point out all these awesome things I did. You know, I did <laughs> all the laundry, put it all the way, and and I mopped the floors and all the dishes. And how were wonderful and, you, know, the you are! <laughs> and I did it every day for three weeks straight. And. And then the fourth week happened, and I don't know what happened. It was like, it, I don't know what happened. It was like a, like a million kids wanted me to wipe their bums on the toilet, and then it was like they were making messes in one room, and, like, you would just go into one room, and you'd clean up the mess, and then you'd go into another room, and they'd say, oh, we got into all the Play-Doh. And now so the you, were like you were, like, running ragged. You were, like, running ragged trying to do it all. Ragged, and... and I didn't shave at all that week, and I I looked like I hadn't showered, and <laughs> I was it, I was just a hot mess. The house was a hot mess. The laundry wasn't done. The kids were asking where like clean clothes were. And my, wife, my wife never said anything like like you'd lost it, honey. You know, and yeah. and it was in the blog post I wrote. She she comes home on Friday, and the house is just it looks like a bomb went off and you know, there's not any room on the counter in the kitchen. So we're having to eat takeout because I can't cook anything because I'd have to spend an hour or two hours cleaning the kitchen before we can eat. And you can imagine how frazzled that made me because I can't, I I have to have things clean already. Yeah. So with it being a mess and I, yeah, it was just a hot mess. And, uh, and so she comes home, and I'm expecting her to, like, you know, say, what have you been doing all day? And I was kind of ready to, oh, you want to have an argument in my head? I'm like, you want to argue? I'll just argue about you knocking her out. And, you know, and You're arguing with yourself, actually. <laughs> she, she comes over, and, and she just gives me this kiss. And, and she's like, well, thank you for, so much for, you know, doing all your your hard work and you know and it was like oh wow you know it wasn't what I was <laughs> but it it really got me thinking like how many times had I come home from work and like the house was like not even not even close to what I had made it and she and I'd come home and I'd be like oh you know, what have you been doing? You know, I, I don't know how I acted. And <laughs> right. I was like, oh, I sure hope right. I wasn't a total jerk when yeah, I'm sitting on the couch home. eating bonbons all day. Right. It's like, well, what was on the soap opera today, huh? But, um, it, but it was funny because right after that, she just like started cleaning and she like helped me get the kitchen back together. And after that, I was like, oh, how do you manage to do it all? Because you know what? I thought I had it. I thought those those three weeks I had it, but down pat. I, right. I, I know it. I had too much, and and she stopped and she looked at me and she and she says, "Mikey, you don't have to do it all." And yeah. and that was the big kicker is that I was I was trying to do it all. I was doing so much that it didn't even need to be done. I was dusting. I'm like, yeah. How many times do you have to dust a house? Every day, well, probably every five minutes, because actually that's what most of us realize, that once you dust, two minutes later, the dust comes right back. It drives me crazy. I'm always dusting, and I can't figure out where it comes from. I think it's the filter or somewhere, the air, you know, and that's never ending. I mean, so you do have to get that in your mind that you can't not have any dust. Right. I was thinking back on the things I was doing. I mean, I was mopping the floors. We have hardwood throughout the house. And yeah, I've been yeah. mopping them every single day. And they don't need to be yeah. mopped every single day. No. <laughs> but, you know, right, because I, I know, right. And, and that's right. You don't, you know, you don't need to, but, you know, but you feel better, though, when the house looks clean, though. That's the thing. When people, you know, right. like I know that feeling, too, but I don't have five children, <laughs> you know, and it is hard. So the day goes by probably so fast. You you feel like you're probably just starting and it's over, you know. Exactly, and I think what happened was when when you come to situations like that, I think even if it's not like 
and not being a stay-at-home parent, even if it's anything where you have some type of thing that makes you feel like a failure, it's not yeah. going to make you want to keep trying. It, right, you've, right. You've failed and you've given up. But the, the, the point of it is is that you haven't failed. You've just, you need to reorganize or reprioritize to get it better. Yeah. And um, I really like the, there's a quote, um, I can't think of who said it, but they said doing better doesn't mean doing more. And yeah. we don't need to keep adding things to ourselves to make our lives better. Um, Why do you think we do that? Well, because that's a very common thing that we do to ourselves. You know, um, it doesn't, you know, it never seems to be enough and you keep going. But there does come that point where you go, what am I doing? And, you know, um, my husband's always laughing because I always say, don't look at this. When you're watching a movie, you always see the site where, this, where somebody goes, oh, my God, what am I doing to myself? And you're looking in the mirror and talking. And I think people do that all the time because we seem to put so much on ourselves that it's never enough. Right. And it has to be. It has to be, though. Because you can't enjoy anything if you're, you know, if you're so, you know, bent on doing everything perfect, which a lot of us are, which is a bad thing, but we sometimes can't help that. So I think it's because I don't want to knock our, I don't want to say generation, because I don't understand how yeah. generate, but like the time period that we're in, everything is like fake. It's yeah. social media. It's like we only post the good, awesome stuff where we seem like, or either that or we're just booting all the time. But yeah, right, it's right, like right. Yeah. They're really, really, it's like we're bipolar. We're either like really extremely happy and everything is perfect and everybody else should be perfect too, or we're all miserable. And the thing is, if we do post something, and um, especially parents, I've noticed they post things, and all of a sudden there's these parent trolls that just yeah. start knocking them on their parenting. And I'm like, you know what, they're, they're a parent. Let them parent their own kids. Like, you're right. not their Well, and that's the thing. So, right. And if you don't want someone to say something, then don't put it out there. You know, I mean, it's not necessary that everybody knows everything about you, of what you're doing. Right. And, you know, because when you have children, we all have the same things that we go through. You know, but when you see these posts, and I think also in other ways, because you see these posts where everybody goes, oh, you know, everybody wants everybody to share everything and it's so different now you can't you know and if you don't share it's it's, everything is changing as we speak and we don't even you know we don't really know like all of us for the last eight nine years we've been posting and posting and posting and by the end of the day what what changes nothing you know but we're (laughs) posting and posting and posting and if we're spending all that time doing that at writers or at work or whatever, you're not getting something done. I mean, you know, you can't, you know, it doesn't seem to be where you can go on for five minutes because we all know how that is. You're on and then you go, oh, let me look at this or that or whatever. Here's a recipe, here's a haircut, here's something, you know. And I think we've all gotten so used to that that we're overtaxing ourselves because then when we're doing that, we're not doing something that we need to do. So then when we're done with that, we have to still do what we need to do, but we're rushing through it or upset that we have to do it, which doesn't right. make for happy people. But I also think it it gives us that we have to be perfect mentality so we take on more. I think yeah. of it, so a couple years ago, my wife, she's, an amazing cook. She cooks awesome food, and she decided a few years ago that she was going to become a food blogger. <clears throat> and, uh, <laughs> and it was a terrible idea because yeah. she like she because this was when Pinterest was first starting up, and uh, she started this food blog. And she every meal she'd make these incredible meals, but she would spend all this time like trying to make the meal like make it look perfect so that she could put it on the blog and it was to the point that it was taking her three hours to make a meal that minute and because she was trying to make it look perfect because you know and just to put it on on a blog right and luckily she gave that up but it was the mentality that that it was set up is that it had to be perfect and uh, and sometimes she would like cook things like four or five times until it looked 
perfect. And uh, oh my God. life's not like that. Just just put the thing in the oven and, and cook it and eat it. And that's right. That's like that movie Julia Julia about you know uh, the cook, and it was like Julia Child, and you know it was like um, in the movie. She was so exhausted by the time she finally got that beautiful, the way the recipe looked, you know. Right. um, She wasn't Julia Child, but the food was good, but it was like she was just so exhausted trying to be somebody else, you know, which happens a lot, you know. And when we take on too much, you know, after I read the blog that you wrote, I, I said this really applies to almost every one of us who wants to be, doing things and it's not that we want to be perfect we want to get it all done and it should be right but then when we can't it's so disappointing for some that they get depressed which is a bad thing you know so i mean sometimes all these expectations that we all put on ourselves are really not necessary like what you were doing and then your wife says hey it's okay you know, because we need, and we don't do that to ourselves. And if we had that inner inside of us that goes, all right, enough. I mean, probably a lot of us do talk to ourselves, and we do sometimes say that. But does that change us? No, we just keep going on. You know, but it was good that your wife said that to you early on, because then you realize, no, you don't have to be perfect, because she knows exactly what you're doing and how hard you're working, because she did it. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. You know, And that's what the thing is, you know, nothing is that easy, you know. I mean, we all want things that are easier, but it really isn't. And there aren't, like, a lot of shortcuts sometimes to, you know. So if you take on too much and you're trying to do everything right, something has to suffer. Exactly. So that that kind of segues into, like, talking about prioritizing. Yes, that would be a good thing. There was um, this analogy that um, this person gave where they had this mason jar and they gave the, the uh, everybody got a mason jar and they got a bunch of these little rocks and then they got gravel and they were supposed to try to fit everything into this small mason jar and these people kept trying to get all the, these rocks and stuff into the mason jar but nothing would fit it would constantly be spilling out they tried to you know, first put all the gravel in and then put all the big rocks on top and then the big rocks wouldn't fit in. So how you succeeded in getting everything inside the mason jar was you first grabbed the big rocks, the biggest rocks, and you put them down. Once you put all the big rocks in, then you could start pouring in the gravel and you shake it up and the gravel kind of goes in between all the cracks and then everything fits inside the jar. Uh And that is just like prioritizing... Um, the things in our life, we have to first take the big things and put those in our jars. And then the little things you can put in after. And um, I say, when, in, in my blog post, I said that I only have two main things and everything else is a little bit. For me, it's, you've got to put yourself first. Um, even before your kids, and I, that sounds so terrible. But uh, it, I think of it as you're on a plane and you'll have this, the flight attendant says to you need to put your air mask on and, you know, if they ever drop down, you first put yours on, then you can go help somebody else. And yeah. the point is if you if you can't breathe, you'll pass out, You then you both of you will pass out. So you've got to take care of yourself and then take yeah. care of your kids. So that's why I said you've got to put yourself first and and then you you put your kids next. Which is um, hard. It's hard to say that, you know. It is hard because we don't. And I think, um, I just think about, like, the, that week when I looked like this, like, Neanderthal. <laughs> like, I <had> <laughs> my, my wife hates facial hair. And um, I, like, have this beard. My hair was, like, I don't even know the last time I looked in a mirror. So it was completely <laughs> crazy. And I was, I didn't look good to her. You know, I'm sure I didn't look good to her. (laughs) And and I think when we don't take, you know, we, we can suffer, um, not just physically where we look physically worn out, but we, we suffer mentally too. If we don't give ourselves a break every now and then. And even if your break is just to 
run off and hide in the bathroom for a minute and tell your kids you're pooping so they leave you alone. Um, like anything that you can do to to benefit yourself is is good. You know, well, wait, in your uh, case, I mean, you're still holding, besides, besides taking care of them, you're also trying to do illustrations and trying to think, and that does get right. hard, you know, because they're talking to you and you're trying to concentrate and you need to focus, you know. Yeah. So I think, you know, having a blend is good, and it's really, I think it's hard for people to get that blend where they can do both and not be disappointed in themselves for not finishing something. Right. You can do it the and next day. Some days, you, some days you have to let things go. So I mean, if if the dish dishwasher doesn't get loaded, you know, oh well, you know. Yeah. If I wrote on in the blog post, if 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 you get everything done and you could bring every, you know, in the house looks nice, where you can invite company over, that's great. But if it's yeah. not, have your company out on the front porch. Quarantine the house. Nobody comes in. Nobody in. nobody's allowed in. <laughs> right. I don't I have like the front room where like people come in, it has to stay clean for me. Yeah. Like just for my right. my personal sanity, just so I yeah. have one room that I can go in and just like... Well, no, I think, you know, right, and that's the thing. So if they all can't be, then maybe just find one, you know. I mean, at the end of the day, when we realize, you know, really what we've done, you know, and it's, for me, I know, for me, it's like I'm feeling always I have to accomplish a lot during the day when I'm working, if I'm writing, and I think, you know, um, I think before I started even doing shows and doing things like this, you know, and before we started marketing and all of this, I think my personally was happier in a lot of ways because I was finishing my writing. You and so I'm trying in my head, which I'm sure many people are, to do what we need to do in the world and do our regular thing. And if you can't write, as you know, then just write a little. I mean, and that's what I always used to do, write every day. And so, beside. Now we're all thinking, are we going to get this bestseller? Are we going to do the best we can? Is someone going to give us a good review? You know, all of those things go into everything we think. So it's no wonder that sometimes we go, oh, man, this is a lot, you know, because we're hard on ourselves. Right, and we overcomplicate things that don't need to be overcomplicated. But, like, well, that's right. See, that, that's the other thing. Right. I think that's a good way to look at that. Right. Don't complicate your life as much. Been talking, we had talked earlier about authors and how we overcomplicate it because yeah. you write a book and you think that it has to be, that we set an expectation right. that the book has to be a bestseller, otherwise we have failed at it. And that's yeah. not always the case. I mean, the case no. is if your book is being read, and yeah. and then that I mean that's the whole that's the whole point of you writing was to share your book with some, a story with somebody. It's not to be yeah. a bestseller. Yeah. And right. I, I think that that's true. true. I and I think right because of everybody now trying so hard. I think that that's what happens is people are trying so hard to get things out there. And I do think Facebook and all the social media has had a hand in that because. Before that, you would write, and you know, but then you wouldn't have everybody's opinion and sharing. And like I said before, I mean, I spend a lot of time sharing things where I could be writing chapters. You know, right. instead I'm sharing everybody's, and then what everybody's realizing is then somebody will write, oh, nobody cares about me. Well, all right. <laughs> so, you know, and I'm going like, so then I am looking, I'm thinking like, oh, I feel bad for them, so I have to email them and say, are you okay because your post is so, you know, traumatic, I'm hoping you're all right. And I'm thinking, what am I doing? <laughs> you know, I mean, they're not having a good day, but do I have to be saying this? Yes, because I feel bad because I kind of feel like, you know, you see all this out there, which, you know, is so negative, you just don't want them to be in a bad mood, but then you're thinking like, why am I doing this? Right. You know, I'm not, I can't really help them. And you can't. You know, you want to, but you can't. And what you're saying is to prioritize and put ourselves, we're going like, okay, today you're going to do this, and don't worry about everybody else. But I think that's a it, hard thing mentally to do. Well, 
Well, I think we also need to decide for ourselves what are the big rocks and what are the little pieces Yeah, I think that's a really good analogy. It's really good. And that's I think very a lot good. of times we think that something is a big rock when it's not. It's a little <laughs> right. piece of gravel. And right. when something is a little piece of gravel, it should maybe that needs to be a big rock. And right. how are we right. spending our time? I mean, how much time do we yeah. spend on social media or watching Netflix or watching a baseball game or, or yeah. you know, how much time are you But don't you think you've changed? Don't you think now you've changed since you're doing this? Uh, yeah. I, I'm not on social yeah. media a lot anymore. I mean, yeah. I am every – I'm really not on it as much as I was, but um, – and I don't, I don't see any drawback of it. I like it because I feel like it's my, it's my adult outlet because I can yeah. communicate yeah. with people. But I mean, and doing all this now, doing, just, you know, doing things your wife used to do, and so I'm sure that it's now for you, you have really a lot in common now, more than you thought you did, because she understands everything you're going through because she was there, and you understand what she was going through because you're there now. Yes. I totally agree. I think it's brought us closer together because we yeah. do understand each other more. And because I sometimes mean, you I don't know what your your spouse does, or you go like, "Well, you're working, okay, you're working, so what?" You know, but working at what? You know, and what and what did you do? You know, and sometimes there are a lot of men out there and women that realize how hard it is to be at home, and they don't want to be at home, so they're thrilled to be don't have to do all this because some of them on the weekends they're ready to go oh my god can't wait for monday to go to another meeting rather than do all this because it's it's hard raising kids because there's 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 not a weekend (laughs) right right Um, and i think sometimes for writers too you know because i one day i woke up i said oh my god i thought it was like i don't know it was like i thought it was sunday and it was actually saturday i'm thinking like well i do work but i i work at a job but i also write all the time and i'm on facebook and doing all this and i'm thinking like every day seems to be the same where it's like i'm surprised i even know what day it is because they're all the same you know you start out you look at facebook you do this then you do some other things and you go back and you answer messages and it's monday through Saturday. Saturday, Sunday. I mean, it's like the whole week. So, like, what day really is it? You know, they're all, you know, because it is the same, because we kind of have such a pattern now, because, and then we wonder, what do we do before all this social media? I mean, do something else, you know. Right. or, Or something isn't getting done that we did because we're doing this. And, you know, and you want to help people and boost them out there, but then you also look and you go like, hey, I've been posting and liking and sharing. What about you? And then they get mad because they're not posting or sharing their things. And then there's all those little fights. So I guess, you know, I think what what you're saying is take those big rocks. I really think that's a, a really good way to look at it. Figure out what you really need to do. And then the other right. stuff just kind of meshes in with what and you does, need and to if do. And you get to it, get to it. But if, if, if you don't, it's not going to be the end of the world. Do it tomorrow. Yeah. Um, See, that's the thing. Do it tomorrow. <laughs> right. <laughs> and maybe tomorrow will never come. <laughs> maybe I'll just leave that piece of problem. But, <laughs> but uh, don't stress about it. Honestly, if it was important, it would be a big rock, right? It wouldn't yeah. be a piece of gravel. Right, right, right. You know, and and I do think it is. It, it's probably you're probably right about that. Is to prioritize and figure out what really has to get done in the day and what really doesn't. Right. And when you realize what really has to get done, some of the things that you were doing, you'll realize don't have to get done or don't even ha- you don't have to do them <laughs> because it's not necessary to your life making it any better. And it's kind of traumatic for some people. That's why I think, you know, it's changed a lot because people are finding out so much about people, they don't need to know everything about you. It's not that necessary. You know, it's not going to change their life or your life <laughs> to know every, <laughs> every last thing you do. I mean, because like you in your post, you're, you, you know, you're comparing at first how this was to a Stepford wife, which, you know, and – they just programmed. That's what they were programmed to do. This, that, and this, and everything was perfect. 
And that's that's an interesting thought because that's true. If anybody's seen that movie, Stepford Wives, you know, it it all it has such an impact because you don't ever forget that you know the scenes in Stepford Wives because sometimes we all feel like we're Stepford people. You're doing everything alike on the day. You know, you look so the same. You comb your hair. You put your makeup on. You do this. You do that. You have coffee. You have either a bagel or cereal or whatever, and then you know, and it's the day is the same. Yep. And then all of a sudden you go like, oh my god, what am I doing? <laughs> Not changing. Every day is the same. So I think every now and then to take a little break. So I asked you what you're doing for the summer, so tell everybody what you're doing for the summer because the kids aren't at school, so this is a lot going on now. And you're you're in Utah, right? How many weeks? You have a long, long vacation because I know from Virginia. We just started uh, June 1st was their last day of school, and they don't go back until August. End of August, I believe. Yeah. yeah. So we have had a big summer. Because yeah, um, when we were kids, we didn't get out till the end of June. Right. So we are. <laughs> it's a month. My wife, my wife likes to keep us on a schedule, so we still have to like do schooling um, because we don't want our kids to get dumb throughout the summer. Uh, I, I just I heard I heard somebody talking on the radio about that. No, they're saying that because they were saying that if the kids do nothing, they lose a lot of the summer. Yeah, they do. They do. Like my oldest last year was doing so good in her reading, and then we didn't do so much reading during the summer last year. And she went back, and she went down a whole grade, and it took her the whole year. Now she's now she's past her grade level again. Yes, yeah. we have to keep reading. We have to keep them doing their math. Otherwise, they yeah. they they forget it. So yeah. we do that. We have um, and it's not a lot of time. We only spend like a half an hour to forty five minutes uh, reviewing um, homework and stuff like that. That we have uh, we go over some stuff. But this summer, we participated in uh, a a local. Um, shop hop with these um, fabric stores and my wife does lots of quilting so this um, summer we're teaching the kids how to sew and we went around and participated there was like 13 of these um, fabric stores that they were each you you went to each of them so we went all over Utah to each of these 13 stores and each one that we went to we collected fabric at where we uh, bought little oh, fabric wow. squares and and so we brought them all home. We've cut them all out. And so now we're going to teach the kids how to sew them, and we're going to make a big family quilt. Because um, on Sunday mornings, and uh, we just like to have all the kids come in. They all climb into our bed, and we just yeah. hang out <laughs> in our bed in the mornings. And yeah. now we'll have a big blanket to, to party with in our <laughs> Well, actually, sewing those are good. Those are good things to do, you know, because people used to do a lot of that stuff, and that's a good thing. It's good for their motor skills. It is, and now we're also doing a garden, which um, we are borrowing some land from a dear friend. Uh, We have two acres that we've planted everything you can imagine in, and we're teaching the kids about being self-reliant and and growing our own food and, you know, not depending fully upon grocery stores for everything and, and just, I guess, teaching them the value of work. Um, yeah. Because it is a lot of hard work, but it's so fun. And I don't know, there's something, they call it earthing, I guess, where you you connect with, with Mother Nature, being in the dirt and, and having fun. Well, and, a lot of people do it, right, they do, and right, because they say it's very fulfilling. And, you know, the truth is, it's it like is. you're not doing it for nothing because then you'll see a tomato come up or cucumber or something, you know, and, you know, and rather than looking at it at a store that somebody puts it on a shelf, you know, here's the cucumbers, right. you know, but so it comes I, I and they learn a lot. The, the summer can be used as life lessons, and we're not like perfect parents. I mean, we still let them get on YouTube all the time. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, this is a, well I think there's, you know what, I actually think there's nothing wrong with that. You know, and I know people say that, and I, I don't think, you know, iPads, or I, I think, you know, I think it's good for them to read books or to do games. I think it's good for them. I don't think it's a bad thing, you know, um, 
I don't know. A lot of people do think it's bad, but I don't. You know, it's the way the life is now. So, you know, I mean, they do get skills from doing it, you know, some of the games and, you know, reading or learning things. I mean, iPads and readers, whatever, there's so many things you can do now that you couldn't do even three or four years ago with the iPads or the Kindles or whatever. Now there's a lot of things. So there's nothing really wrong with that. I mean, I know people have objections, but they're learning. I mean, all the things exactly. I've learned by using computers, haven't you? I mean, you know, you you do learn a lot of stuff. You know, well, I mean, their yeah. world's going to be nothing but computers, so they've yeah, got to yeah. know how to to do that. Yeah, but I I think that's, that's true though. Summer's like it's going to be busy. All of like half the kids, all their birthdays in the summer, so we'll be doing lots of birthday parties too. <laughs> we'll have a busy summer and hopefully I'll get some work done <laughs> yeah well you're probably in between you know but I, I you know I mean I do that's the other thing you know I mean it's funny because kids have camp they have you know they go out they play it's summer and adults we don't have that you know and it's so sometimes it's like oh baby you take a vacation for a few days here and there but basically we kind of do the same kind of things, and maybe it's not such a bad idea if we, you know, take a little time for ourselves, which we don't do. Because I know me, if I'm sitting and watching a show, I'm still thinking about my the book I'm writing or something I have to market or something, you know, and sometimes I think just watch TV. Don't think about it, but our minds tend to move so quickly, well, mine does, you know, and and I think sometimes we don't relax when we're, you know, where it used to be where we watch TV, you could relax. But then now, you know, even with all the series, there's like if you go on Netflix, you go like, oh, I hope it's just one time. We have ten series, you know, ten episodes. You got to go, okay, fine. Then at first it wasn't bad, but now it's like a job. It's like, oh, my God, I have to finish these ten episodes. You know, and when it's, well, before it's like one movie, you go, okay, fine, it's two hours, we're done, you know. But now, and that's another thing, people become, you know, people get addicted to things really fast, you know. And oh, yeah. so we're all doing this, but then I'm looking now for ones that are just like two hours because I don't want a whole commitment. And then now there's another TV show. There's so many shows on competing against each other. And I'm going like, oh, what is that? Now there's another one. Fine, I'll tape this show. I mean, so adults were, even with that, we're not relaxing anymore. And it's important to relax and, and wind down. If you don't, you're going to be always – It's there's an analogy of uh, a, a bow, like a bow and arrow. Uh-huh. And if you, keep your, if you keep it strung all the time, it's going to lose its, its elastic – like you can't shoot with it anymore. And uh, I don't know why I'm giving you this analogy because I am by no means an archer and I don't know the terminology of a bow. <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. Go ahead. Go ahead. Listening. If you you ever, like, uh, if they're an archer, normally archers will unstring their bow so that it saves the cord so that when they string it again, it actually shoots. Because if you don't, Ah, the cord will continue to stretch. It won't have any any way to fire or loose or whatever they call it. Yeah. I shouldn't have brought that up because I didn't. I don't know what I'm talking about. No, but I, I I get what you're um, saying, right? Because when you're ready to use it, it will work well. If you're not, if right. you keep that's doing it, you you're not going to be ever. You know, it'll never be the best it could be. Right. I mean, even your body has to go to sleep so it can reset. You have to be able to reset every. You you've got to give time for yourself and reset and. And that is what they say now. They do say that. You know, if you're not feeling well or if you have, you know, an autoimmune disease or if you have anything, you know, if you really want to stay well, then you have to get some rest because your body does need it, whether you think so or not. I mean, I was certainly a person that stayed up till 3, 4 in the morning, and then it was not good for me. So I try not to do that now. And... um it really isn't, you know, because your body does need some downtime. It does. You know, to recoup. And I think as writers, you know, and illustrators and whatever we do, working, we don't do downtime. And that's what has be, that's why when, you know, we see people, everybody's walking with their phone, 
you know, and they're talking and they're sitting having coffee where they used to just relax. Now they're on the phone because I used to go to Starbucks and just or, or would a coffee shop and just sit there and write, you know. And sometimes I used to say to myself, "Fine, put your put your phone away." And sometimes I used to go in without my computer, my smaller one, so I could not write and just write longhand because I don't. I just wanted to think, not be distracted in any way. Because we do get distracted easily. We do get distracted. I do very yeah. easily. You know, of, of the, distraction is everywhere. We can. There's so yeah. much of it to distract you. Yeah. I don't know how many apps on, but every one of them is a distraction. I know you're but. right because you know then you go oh what's new you're going this or that and then you go oh because oh, but also it's not even our fault as much as we think because every, you get an email that says oh. This is good. Do you want to sell your book? Look at this. Click on. Okay. Do you want to do a video? Do you have to do this? Do you want to have email that's you that's really you know? Uh, do you want to have a, a current list of all the people and you should do this? And see, that is true. That's what gets me a lot. And then I go in and I sign up and then I never use it. And I'm thinking like, what am I doing? Because every day, it, you I'm sure you get them too. We all get them. And because anybody oh, yeah. that's a writer definitely gets all of these because they see what we do and they keep sending us stuff. And it, it you know, and that 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 does take time. Go ahead, I interrupted you. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I was done. I think I was done with that with that thought. <laughs> Go ahead. How much time do you have? A, pardon. How much time do we have left? Oh yeah, we're almost. We, yeah, we're probably almost done. I'm really glad that you got. You know, because I was thinking to myself, well, what's how? What are your kids doing? <laughs> we're on this, the air for an hour. We're at, they're so quiet. Are they home? They're at their grandma. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm thinking like, when, what do you do with those kids? <laughs> it's so quiet. Nobody's possible. even interrupting you. I'm thinking, how is that possible? <laughs> Oh no! You've been That's on the how phone you do it. That's how you did it at their grandmother's house. <laughs> okay, yeah. that's a secret, there. I'm thinking, like, hmm, where are they? Yeah, I'm thinking, they what's they, good? <laughs> I remember when I was little, like when mom got on the phone, you you did not talk. You know, she was on the yeah. phone, and wow. yeah. My kids, I can't seem to, I think it's because that we always have our phones somewhere and it's doing a million different things. And yep. so when we're on the phone, it doesn't mean anything to them. It's like, he got it up to his ear now. And uh, I'm like, oh, come on, guys, go in the other room. I need to talk. And, yeah, it doesn't work. You know, so I have to send them away sometimes. Yeah, because I'm thinking like, hmm, very good. Because I know when Virginia Veneer and my, we used to do shows together and her kids were at home, she'd always be like, she'd put herself on mute and be gone. She'd, I may not be there. Might be, you know, mute myself out. I go, okay, go right ahead. You know, and um, I never forget when I started doing shows with April Robin, which is on Red River. Uh, I'll never she. I listened to a couple of her shows before I was doing so many shows, and she would have a show, and then all of a sudden the doorbell would ring, and she'd go like, excuse me, got to go get the doorbell. Dogs, I'm going like, I love this show because she's open. It's, everything is just whatever happens. And I went like, oh, I think I'm going to do, I think I'm going to be like her, and like whatever happens in a show happens. So then, I mean, because I'm so used to that, I'm not programmed to, you know, ask this question or that. And I learned from her because she was just like, oh, wait, i got to go get the door. Oh, this is happening. And I went, mm, I love that. So then, you know, because it's true, life happens. That's why I'm wondering. So quiet now. Exactly. So, okay, <laughs> so tell us for the, you know, tell us what you really, you know, your last words of what you'd like to, you know, tell people, because really it, it's tremendously interesting oh, to learn about this. And I'm sure words. that, you know, that people, there's so many people out there that are so stressed from doing this. So what, what's your advice to them, the last, you know, thing that you would really say to really work on? Oh, I would just say to figure out what your big rocks are and what is gravel. Focus on the big rocks, and if you get to the other stuff, you get to the other stuff. One thing I also want to say is I get so many people that ask me because they, when they find out I'm a stay-at-home dad, 
and yeah. I'm an author, I'm an illustrator, they say, well, how do you make time, how do you find time to write? I always like fine, like I have to go around the house to find it. I yeah. don't, anything that is important to you, you have to make the time to do it. Right. And right. so that's why I wake up super early. It's a terrible time to write because when I go back and edit, words don't make sense. But it works. For yeah, me I, I know. I that's the same thing. That's the same thing. If you write real late at night, I've had that. Where I write, and then right. I, I'll read it in the morning. I'll go. Well, where was I? What was I thinking? What right. happened Find here? Something that works for you. I have. I have a friend who she's got. Um, like she wrote like twenty books or thirty books in a year, and she's got like eight kids. And she says, if I can do it, you can do it. And she was a single mom right. during that time. Yeah. So really, if she could do it, anybody could do it. Well, I think, you know, the truth is we can do it. If we put our minds to it, that's one of the things about why I wanted to do this show. Because no matter what we have going on, we can write, we can, because most of the people that listen to the show are writers, you know, and or illustrators, producers, directors, and we have to make that time. And sometimes if we're doing too much of the social media, it's not good for us as writers because it's like downtime. And it's also blocking because, you know, a lot of this blocks our thoughts. Because sometimes when I say to myself, okay, just going to not do anything, and all of a sudden things are in my head and just I can, you know, think of things. Because So take the time for yourself. And I think that was one of the things. Even with having five kids at home, you still take the time to do what you need to do. Otherwise, you'll be frustrated because you're not going to do what you really planned on doing. Yeah, and this is what you don't want to give it up, you know, so don't give up writing because you say, like, you don't have time because you can always fit it in somewhere if you really want to. If you really want to. And also, I want people to know that they're not failures because you have a, a, a messy house, you know. You're not a failure because you didn't get to write today. You, yeah. you, you aren't a failure. You just need to keep trying and trying and trying until you until you're done you know? right no right but, that's true though because well that's why i've said this all the time i want people to continue to write whatever it is you know it could take you a little longer but don't stop and you have a full-time yeah, job fine yeah. just write or i tell people go during lunch or you know that's what i used to do and when my son was little i would go if i was waiting for him at a game or whatever he was doing i would write you know so i think there's always time to write if you want to and don't look for blocks because there's a lot of blocks out there that can block our brain. I mean, there really are. Writer's block comes easy. Well, there's you, you can know, make time for anything, not just writing. Right. If you wanted to learn the piano, you just have right. to make time for it. Right, and and spending time with your children, you know, these are all things that you know. And your blog said the same thing too. You know, at the end of the day. It's really important when you look back that you have spent time with the people you love because you can't get that time back. They grow up so fast, right. kids. I'm you're not, not going to get that back. Years so do down it. the road, years down the road, I'm not going to be thinking about that my house was clean that day or I had the laundry right. done. Right. I'm going to be thinking right. of the things that I did with my kids, and if I'm not doing those things, I'm not going to have that to look back on. I mean, nothing right. else matters besides your kids. That's why you become a parent. I think right, and so that's that's the whole thing. That's the 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 end of the show is you know do what's best for you, but also do the things that are important, and so later on in life you're not regretting the things you didn't do. Right. You know, and so and you can find yeah you know, um, Mike, give your email. Give no, you don't. You can give your uh, website because I have it on the page, the show page too. So if you look at the blog talk, okay. but you go ahead and say where they can find your books. And you can find me at, at MikeyBrooks.com, MikeyBrooks.net, InsideMikeysWorld.com. It's all the same, so just MikeyBrooks.com. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. on well, yeah, and just right, or if you're just going to look it up right, and you can also find me at MichiganAvenueMedia.com or MarciaCasperCook.com. You know, being on the shows, I've said many times before, you know, it's good PR, and you find those a lot on Google. But um, before we go, I must say, you know, Mikey, you are a really, really good illustrator. And so, you know, I want people to know that, you know, and you can take a picture and you do magic to the picture. And you can use it for various (laughs) things for her. No, it's banners, for covers, whatever. You know, you can because we've done it. 
you, you know, on my book, It's Never Too Late for Love, my little dog, everybody loves the dog, you know, and um, it, it's so cute, Gracie. So I think, you know, you're so talented, and we want. that's why I'm glad you're doing both, taking care of your kids but also doing what you need to do because you're really good. Thank you. And I would like to say thank you to everybody, and Friday I'll be on again, and then I think I might take a few weeks off. I was tempted to have another show after that, but I'm so far. <laughs> I said I am not yeah. doing any shows you know, next month, but we'll see how that. <laughs> everybody knows that I say it. Well, I mean it. doesn't mean I mean it. <laughs> what can I say? All right. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody, and thanks again so much. And so uh, say hello to all your children and your wife when you see them. All right. Unless unless Grandma's going to keep him there for a while. (laughs) 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 Take care. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Bye-bye.